it's my lifestyle, it's my lifestyle. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Grounds Crew, a podcast covering all things baseball. We're brought to you by Baseball Lifestyle. He goes, I mean, I'm comparing against the only hockey player I've ever seen. He put up a post. <laughs> Dennis is so handsome. Dennis. And he says, I'm not going to lie, Dennis, in this photo, you do look like a badass. <laughs> yeah, he does. This is the most badass version of tennis on the planet. Yeah, absolutely. He's he, a dog. Because of all of the pads and the, how big the arms are. He looks like Russian. He looks like us. You look yeah. fucking like a unit. Look at this fucking guy. What's, what's your team called? Uh, the Royal Puck Ups. The Royal Puck Ups. Oh, so you're speaking of the, you're over recording. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Welcome back to the Grounds Crew. Welcome back to the off season. Um, the off season. Shout out the off season collection. Go copy right now. J. Cole. J. Cole. Uh, Bill. Good prediction. Braves win in six. Six. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen. So we, we, we talked about the fact that uh, these were the two teams who were going to make the World Series, right, based off of clutchness. Yep. Mm-hmm. Atlanta was the most clutch team all year. Yep. Uh, and then they came through and they played the most clutch that they could. The reason I even said six was because I didn't think Astros were really just going to, like, fade with only a one-win game. They yep. were too good of a team. Absolutely. Too clutch. They've been here in this moment. They were going to figure out a way to pull some games. Uh, but the Braves just had all of the momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, one of the things that I, I think we underestimated or, or we under-talked about uh, was that lineup had way more in it than I think we, we I ever gave them credit for. The Braves? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And the player that I think that I did not realize that he's a borderline superstar is Austin Riley. Yeah, you didn't know that? Like that man was an MVP candidate. But, but like I, I again like to you he, we talk about Freddie Freeman. You think about it as Freddie's team, right? And he's that guy. He's that dog, right? Mm-hmm. And then you really look and it's like that's one of the reasons they're probably thinking that Freddie can walk, right? It's like because what's Freddie going to ask for? Yeah, Freddie's going to ask for a lot of money this offseason. It's potential that he's not going to be coming back. They're talking about this being his last game. It's because you have a 24 year old dude who who plays a different position, but is a is a hoss. Like, and maybe he and Acuna are that, you know, what we can build around mold. You just won without Acuna. Can you win without Freddie? So what do you, what do you think about, like, that? Because Freddie was emotional. There was a lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on. What are your thoughts with that? I mean, and we got our, our little uh, inside scoop on how all that's going as well. Yes, sir. Yes, um, we did. I, I just can't see him leaving. I feel like, however, like, whatever he gets offered in free agency – they have. I feel like they have to match it at this point, especially with the, the them winning the World Series. But I, I also think that on the flip side, it's becoming more of a thing where you can go win and then be like, all right, cool, we're gonna reset. Like we're gonna we're gonna let our big money guy walk, and, and you know, and especially in the NL. I East. mean, the, the GM showed this year that you don't need superstars to win. You just yep. need very like that was their, arguably their trade deadline was that was arguably one of the best trade line that like in history of sports because it was the first time ever that an NLCS and a World Series uh, MVP were both uh, trade deadline acquisitions. Yep. yep. And, like, guys like Soler were, like, studs. Like, he wasn't – excuse me. He w- had his, like, power years with Kansas City. Right, you knew City, who he was, absolutely. But, like, he, he slumped. But it's just, sometimes it just takes the right team to put people mm-hmm. in the right place. Duvall has always crushed lefties. Yep. He's always been that guy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jock Peterson has always been that October guy who just happens to be on winning teams. So, yep. like you said, like – And do the they big like, of Eddie Rosario was – Unbelievable. It, oh, thank you. I, don't, I forgot Rosario, but like again, it goes it goes back to like, do you need a guy like Freddie Freeman to win? Sometimes it's just putting the right pieces together, and it goes back and it tells you like the people like the Dodgers and the Yankees. Like it's not just about putting the best talent on the field; it's about meshing the best guys together, and that's what the Braves mm-hmm. did. So 
we don't know inside that locker room, Freddie Freeman might be like the integral glue to that that team that we don't know about. And if that is the case, they'll pay the guy the bag that he deserves. But like, which he absolutely deserves. And I think what's what's uh, what's interesting too is that you saw the first half of like the I want to say it was the NLDS. He was not hitting well, mm-hmm. and the rest of the guys were picking him up. Yep. And I think it comes down to something that we talked about. Um, on our, our OPS conversation, yep. maybe if they do let him walk, they bring in a first baseman who may not have a great overall average, but has the the high average when it counts. And that's just the, the guy to put the Band-Aid on it for the clutch aspect, good can, glove, and can does you, the job. Can you have a guy who bats 280 all season and bats 280 when it matters? Because that guy is going to be worth more, even though Freddie's a better player overall, mm-hmm. that when we get to a, a small batch order of stuff, Right, the difference between 310 in, in 48 bats and 280 in 48 bats just isn't that many hits. So, like, does it actually matter when you get to that moment? And I don't think it does. And that'll allow them to put money, cash, things into other stuff. My my other side of it is, Freddie. Freddie did what he needed to do for the fan base, for the organization, to mm-hmm. to ha- to stamp himself as you know an all time great with them. Um, he's done everything that you can do as a player inside of an organization he's now won a whole lot right he's gotten the individual accolades he he has secured the world series ring he looks like a guy at age 32 though that he's potentially going to walk into a five-year deal where he might make 30 million dollars a deal uh, a year Mm -hmm. and the question is coming from that winning culture doing the things that he's done where's a team that you could see him going if they were going to spend a lot of money and then Josh is smirking now because I can see the Yankees throwing the bag at him. He's the better. I, I, so I was going to compare him to Anthony Rizzo. because <laughs> he's, he's, he's a better version of He's a better version of Anthony Rizzo because yep. he's literally Anthony Rizzo in the yep. sense that guy with Chicago, uh-huh. wins the World Series, yep. clutch, hometown guy. He's our guy. And then they trade him away when the team's going, you know, to the shits. But, like, that's not where the Braves are, obviously, yet right now. They, I think they have the right future ahead of them with all these young guys. But, yeah, I mean, it, I, I – would salivate over that guy coming to New York a lefty bat. So now the question I don't know is, if that, I'm not going to like speculate and say it's They're happening. also in a position where and I like I don't think they need to adjust their team much to go nope. try and win again next year. Nope. So then it's like are you f- just going to say okay cool we won our world series we'll reset well, or do you want to keep winning? Well, listen. We talk about it all the time. There are flash in the pan moments. Yeah. Where your team hits a groove at the perfect the time Nationals. together. The, and again, they the, won. and the and the Mets when they even just made it to the World Series that year, yeah. they weren't supposed to be better than the Dodgers. That was supposed to be the start of the run for them. Yeah. And the Mets make it to the World Series, right? And somebody put up a stat the other day: in the last twenty years, every team except for the Mets in the NL East has won a World Series. Yeah, so right. Yep. And if you count that the Mets made it in two thousand and fifteen, it's every couple of years an NL East team is even just there. Mm-hmm. So that division's been great. So the challenge is, is that. You haven't really seen a lot of repeat in that window for any team. With the Braves, everything got hot and spicy at the right time. They had the right amount of adversity. Guys feeling like, hey, we can do this without Acuna. They were the San Francisco Giants, too. Like the, In the terms of like those teams where – like, baseball is so hard to repeat. Like, we saw, yes. like, the yep. Bucks just won the NBA championship. Like, sports are hard. So, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, I think it really doesn't boil down to, like, can they win? <clears throat> it boils down to, like, money. Like, do the Braves want to spend the money? And I do think they feel like they're going to – yeah, but like I think it just depends on the fa- like. Do they do they care? Do they want to spend the money, or they feel like they're gonna do they gain more money by paying him because more fans show up, and more jerseys sell, or like or is he does like you know what I mean? Like I don't know how much like, that matters. Like there's 
a lot of other ways they could repurpose that money. Yes. And still have a great team. So that so again, this becomes a question, right? If he if he went to if he went to the Yankees, let's say, mm-hmm. right, uh, they could replace him with a number of different options. They get Rizzo. <laughs> they could just go out and get Rizzo, right? Who who could go and do some things with them? There's the potential that they're going to have the DH position moving That's into the National happen. League, right? Like, so there's a there's a lot of stuff that moves it. So I, I I'm I'm hyped for the the Braves. I'm super ecstatic to see real baseball win. What I hope this changes the most is that teams risk it more with their trading and they they think creatively and they go mm-hmm. after winning games because the Braves probably don't make that trade if Acuña's there. Absolutely. Yep. And that means they, they had to probably, reset their whole outfield. And that means they probably don't win the World Series. And that trade deadline went so like under wraps like yep. Gallo and Rizzo were the headlines cuz it's the mm-hmm. Yankees and they talked about them resetting their outfield with kind of like mad guys and then look what happened. I mean mm-hmm. that Gallo and Rizzo like the Yankees were not any winners of the trade deadline. They were the winners in the New York media. Yeah. But the real thing was that the Dodgers won. Yep. The Dodgers yeah. went out, got Scherzer, get Turner. Like, Red Sox, too, with, with Schwarber. Like, that yep. was huge that for them in their Absolutely. season. And then you saw all those teams fall down, and the, the, the team that had the under-radar stuff was the uh, Braves, and, and they won. And I hope teams look at it and say, hey, we – like chemistry matters, how you put together a team matters. Yeah. But also, you got to risk it to get the biscuit. Like, go do more stuff. Then mm-hmm. th- this goes back to me again with the Yankees. Like, your team is misbuilt. Yeah. You need to reset the apple cart. Like, yeah. Everything has to go. What do you do? I'd love to see them bring in Freeman because I think it changes the entire dynamic of their culture. I agree. And he's got that like. Shaved face, like he's the yeah, he's a Yankee. He's a Yankee. Like, he's a Yankee. Yeah, he has a he has a Yankee, but you're then in a situation where you have spent ton of a money. lot of stuff going on. I don't know if they could afford it. Like if they really like say f it and like Cashman's like let's They'd go. They'd have to trade Judge. Well, I'm just I'm saying between Judge, Stan, and Rizzo, you'd paying guys bags. Like you can't afford that. Well, Rizzo is a free agent, right? I'm sorry, not Rizzo. Uh, Stanton, Stanton, Judge, and, and Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, you, but that's, that's like saying. literally like two, three massive contracts. You, you, you gotta trade Judge at that point. And you're the question well, is, is Judge's next year he gets his money. Yeah, yeah, but he's already at he's with his arbitration, arbitration. and everything else. Right. He's already a twenty million dollar a year player. Yeah, right. So like the biggest thing at this point is it's not whether he's you know gonna get X amount of dollars. It's when are you going to decide and, to pay him? And we've or, talked or about who like is it going well, to be also there. And he, I actually, I really don't think they'll get <clears throat> Freeman because they're also going to need to spend money on a shortstop. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like they're going to spend a bag on Corey Seager, or I really want Carlos Correa on the Yankees. That's, um, that's for later in the show. But <laughs> but I think you're. I think they're good with Rizzo. I'd be yeah. very happy with Rizzo. Mm-hmm. Discount Freddie Freeman. I'll take discount Freddie Freeman all day. Absolutely. And then roll from there. So. If everybody's here and they're they're listening or they're watching, uh, you're seeing Josh Shapiro here on his birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Josh. Thank Happy you. birthday, Josh. Um, you're seeing Josh here and you're wondering what, why the heck is he here. So mm-hmm. Josh got super emotional or like in his feels last night because the rumor started coming out that Buster Posey is potentially going to retire. Uh, and immediately, immediately, everybody on the internet, including Josh, is like, Hall of Famer or no? So Josh... Buster Posey, Hall of Famer? He's a Hall of Famer in my book. Okay. You break it down for us. Why is he a Hall of Famer? I I want to preface this by saying I think it's the whole Derek Jeter idea 
where I think that when people look at a Hall of Famer, they don't ju- they don't just look at the numbers. They look at the overall aura of the player and what he brought to the game of baseball. Um, I think with Buster Posey, his career was a Hall of Fame career. And the championships he won, the rookie of the years he won, the moments he had in the game, the postseason clutchness. His stats obviously speak for himself, but I, I do agree with you in the sense that his stats – I haven't, said, are, I haven't said anything yet. I, I, we've had our separate conversation, <laughs> but I, I w- with our separate conversations, I agree with you that in looking at his stats, he has similar numbers, even less numbers to a guy like Joe Maurer. He has numbers to a guy like David Wright. Now, the David Wright comparison, I know you're going to get into that. Before you get into that, my take is it's just a very different position that people in, like we don't look. So I'm at, tired of you doing your eight mile thing. So I got. We don't stop look at people. So we don't even so look at baseball people. doesn't give a damn about winning. It doesn't care about it. So baseball has proven that there of all of the sports, winning doesn't matter in baseball. How do we know this? Who's the best player in baseball? Mike Trout. He couldn't win a free prize in a box of Cracker Jacks. So that guy, <laughs> right, is already shown me that winning doesn't matter. So throw out all the winning, right? Buster Posey was on teams that won. That doesn't matter. Nobody cares. He was never better than Maurer when Maurer was there. Defensively, he is not going to be remembered as being the best defensive catcher because of his of Yadier era. Amina. Because yeah. Yadier is going to be there. So he's comparing himself against Yadi and Maurer inside that bubble and inside of that window. And when you look at that, he was really, really good across both people. The problem is he has the same problem, and it's not just the David Wright numbers. It's the lack of a career that both him and David Wright had. You look at other guys who are going to get to the point. How old's Yadi? 37? Uh, yeah, late 30s. Right, late 30s, but he came up in, into the show when he was like 19. Yeah. So, yeah. like, he's been in, in, in playing MLB baseball for 20 years. You look at uh, Posey, he's got 12 years, I think, yeah, of 12. MLB experience. Yep. So you have only 12 years of accumulating stats. The problem and the downside is going to be for me is how do I compare that? So the person I compared it to is David Wright. David Wright was a better player by far than Buster Posey during the same window. The only reason that we don't remember uh, David Wright as being that player is two things. One, lived at the same time as Derek Jeter in the same city, and that was a big wide ca- shadow that got cast. <clears throat> Second thing, Bernie Madoff ruined the Mets. Mm-hmm. Bernie Madoff ruined the Mets. The Mets are in are, are, are the best team in the league. 2006, you got Beltran, Delgado, Jose Reyes, David Wright. By 2008, we, they, they go out, they get Johan Santana. The Mets are trying to take take this title and go go big with it. And the Wilpons, all their money gets taken away from them by the SEC. They've lost a ton of money. The Bernie Madoff scandal happens. The Mets become a discount organization for the next decade and change. Jose Reyes is allowed to walk. The Mets can't surround David Wright with what he is. And during his prime years, he doesn't have that opportunity to go all the way up. If you don't have the Bernie Madoff situation, those Mets probably win a World Series. Because that team was one of the best teams, hundred win yeah, team. Yeah, you can't look at like could have, would have. Buster Posey, for sure. Buster, Buster Posey did is the not core play piece. better. Buster Posey is the core piece of a dynasty of an organization from when he was playing in that organization. The Giants were a dynasty of a team. They won three World Series for, for sure, but they they look more like the, the Spurs. And, and and if we're looking at the Spurs, he's not the Tim Duncan of that whole situation. Who is? He looks more like Manu Ginobili. No. Yeah. No. Who, Manu Ginobili is like is the, Manu the Ginobili. King, who is the king of their? Who, Pitching. Who is the king of that time? He's a pitcher. Come on, Madison Bumgarner. Brian Wilson. So, so like we can go go Bum Bumgarner, and why am I blanking on my man who does yoga? Linscom, right? No, you can't put Linscom in there. Linscom came out of the bullpen in 2016. He was okay. he was busted. 
Okay. Let's go with Busty. So we're only talking about 2016. That's all that matters? Okay, how did Busty play? I'm saying all three World Series, Buster Posey. Oh, okay. I said to you, all three World Series, Buster Posey was the core piece of that team. But Buster Posey was on all The Manu Ginobili of that team is Brandon Crawford. Brandon Crawford was a nice supplementary piece, but he didn't come into his own from hitting until 2021. So when was the when was the first World Series for 2010, 2012, 2016? So in 2000, 14, 14. so 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 2009 through 2011, Lincecum had a 2.48 ERA, a 3.43, and a 2.74. Mm-hmm. So Lincecum was the star of that team at that point. So that's not Buster Posey. He gets in to 2010? be Mano, He's either Tony Parker or Mano Ginobili. You get to choose choose your own adventure, but he's not the best player on that team. The, the, in the 2010 season, he was a 3-4-3 ERA guy. He pitched 212 innings. He struck out 231. So, And he was an all-star four straight years during that window. So Lincecum was the guy. If you guys all want to remember, Lincecum was the pitcher in the league during that little window of time. Okay. So let's just go and we'll put that out. When's the next time? 2012. So what was Madison Bumgarner by then? I think that was his rookie year. So 2012, Madison Baumgartner, 3.37 ERA. Uh, he had 200 and he had 200 innings pitched. He had about 200 strikeouts. In 2013 through 2016, Madison Baumgartner was a four-time all-star. You said 2012? Buster Posey had a 3.36 in 2012. That's great. What Talk was home that run? shit. What was home runs? Was that his best year? Was that hit, his best year? Or did he hit like Dennis? What do you got? Bill, I don't know if this changes your mind, but the stat that we decided was the all-important stat. 24 bombs in 2012, buddy. 2010. That was his MVP year. That was his MVP year. So who is the guy in 2012? 2012 Check Buster Posey. 2016 wasn't him. It was Madison Baumgartner. He had MVP okay, votes that, in 2016. Again, that's fine. Pitchers don't get MVP votes. Who won the Cy Young? Did he have Cy Young award? I bet you he did. Ooh, again, Madison, bring up your stat. Pitcher, is, bring up your stat. pitcher is more important in baseball in the playoffs no than shot. any other position. No shot. How is it not? Who's controlling the pitcher? Who's calling the calls every single game? The pitcher. Buster Posey. Who's shaking him off if he sucks? The pitcher. Mm. Pitchers mean They more. didn't shake off Buster Posey. Pause, pause, pause. So why have the Yankees? Why did the Yankees get bounced? Because they don't have a pitcher. They don't have a catcher. They have all the hitting. They have all the hitting. They have all this other stuff. They you know what they don't have? The ball. They have one of the, the worst pitching staffs in baseball. Catcher is the most important that, position in the sport. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Dennis. What is your stat? All right, so two, uh, 2010, Buster Posey with runners in scoring position had a 312 batting average, 923 OPS. 2012, when they won, 340 batting average with runners in scoring position, 952 OPS. And then 2014 was the other Gosh. year they won? Yeah, uh, uh, 14. 14, he had a 346 batting average with runners Clutch. in scoring position, 920, uh, 921 OPS. Clutch. That is all. So, so listen, Wins this is games. so this is defensively and so this is again the point the that who are we comparing people against? I also think we shouldn't be comparing him specifically to players in a different position. Because that's why I said the David Wright I don't think I don't either. think it carries as much weight. So Thank then, you. I need you to compare him to. Fine, Yachty or someone who compare him to Yachty and Joe Mauer. So yeah. compare him to Are, David Wright and Madison Bumgarner. Is Joe is Joe Mauer a Hall of Famer? I I could argue so it for career sure. OPS career OPS for Mauer is better than the career OPS for uh, absolutely for, Posey. So for Posey, Posey, no, I, that's not true. Yes, it is. If you look at Posey separating right out his minor league years, you're I making am sure right you, now. it's eight twenty six. No, Posey's higher than eight twenty six. Eight thirty three. It's not loading again, but uh, with runners in scoring position, though Mauer is higher. That's fine. So um, he's more clutch. Got you. Sure. Thank you. Mauer's 827. Posey is an 831. Okay. So they're the same player. Okay. Mauer is look Mauer. At Mauer batted 306 Mauer. for a career. Is Mauer look at, wait, a Hall of Famer? Go up for Mauer? Go up for Mauer? 
Go top. Top for all his accolades. Six-time All-Star. Go left. Two-time bad attack. Yeah, I mean, I, I told you. I, no, I you didn't. You just found out that Mauer and him are equal, and you're like, oh, no, shit, I said that I earlier. I said that earlier so in the chat. I said Mauer a Hall of Famer. So then the yes. Mauer's one yes. of the best hitting catchers of all time. Not, I don't think that was the conversation. I that agree wasn't the conversation. That. I agree with that. It, you brought up David Wright. That to me is tough. I don't, again, like, so so catcher is a very, very difficult position overall so for us different. to look at. Do so, you want to compare him to Mike Piazza? That's a Hall of Fame catcher. But again, Mike Piazza, I would tell you, career war against both of those guys was higher. Probably, absolutely. So, so what was career saying? war for, for all those players? Uh, so so here's, the, here's the best argument that you guys could give me. As I would tell you that right bring now, it up. The, the best because there's the a lot thing, of lists out the there that are saying that, that everybody he's could top. give me is that if you looked at Posey and you looked at Mauer both, they're probably both still top ten all time war. God, Tell God, me if that's God. true. I, because I uh, have to. I have Posey and Mauer's at, war right now. At but. catcher, at catcher, they've got to be top ten war. And if they're both top ten war all time, you're, if you're talking the top ten at any given position, then the answer is yes. So My Mike problem, Piazza's nine, uh, OPS was a 922. Again, Mike Piazza is the best hitting catcher in the history of baseball. So, but he was a a, a mediocre, defense, if below defensive. average, so, defensive absolutely. catcher. Absolutely. So that accounts so, for So again, I, and and listen. When Posey came out of Florida State, my man played outfield. So, like he was a stud. Okay. And this is not the point. My point to you is is that like the 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 stone cold lead pipe lock that somebody is a Hall of Famer. The challenge that I have is is that catcher changes all the rules, and because catcher catcher changes all the rules, it's why I continue to stand by that I think the MLB Hall of Fame doesn't know what they want to make things into. For sure, and so, that's more just, my point. So my can, I just, problem. can I read a credible source? That okay. I think I need to bring into okay, this. Okay, cool. Go for it. Credible source. Bleacher Report. That's not necessarily credible. I just want to say something. Okay. Cool. Go they on. have him ranked in the top 10 catchers of all time. And his five-year peak, they listed from 2012 to 2016. When did the Giants win their World Series? 2012 to 2016. His postseason, he was. they have him as an indispensable piece for the even-year Giants, starting every postseason in route for 2010, 2012, 2014 World Series titles. Again, I, he would like, not. They would not win those World Series without Buster Posey. And they wouldn't win the, those worlds. And they wouldn't win those World Series without a whole bunch of other people. We just said you say that. Hold he's on, the core hold on. piece. But you okay? So but Acuna, is, is your Acuna argument that a, he's not a Hall of Famer? So my point is, my my one is I when we look at his numbers and we compare and we say Hall of Fame, right? What's the criteria we're using? Because you and me have had this conversation on this podcast before yep. that the MLB has the worst criteria for a Hall of Fame in, every, in all of them. Yep. There is no objective measurement that's being utilized to tell me Hall of Fame or not Hall of Fame, right? We had this conversation about Jacob deGrom. Is Jacob deGrom a Hall of Famer? I have to look at the stats. So I don't want to make Jacob it. deGrom, during his stretch of time, is more <laughs> dominant than almost every pitcher in history. The only pitchers that he even compares to are guys like Pedro Martinez. Mm-hmm. That's his comp. Is peak Pedro and peak uh, Jacob Degrom are the same player? Yeah. But Jacob's gonna have barely any wins, mm-hmm. right? He's not gonna have a long career because he didn't come up to the MLB until he was in his mid twenties, based off of a whole bunch of service time things and like what things were. But he was the rookie of the year. He's won multiple Cy Young awards. He's had the greatest. He was having this year the greatest pitching season in the history of baseball, and his arm got hurt. In baseball, we always go that longevity matters. And when you look about longevity, I don't think Posey made his debut in the MLB until he was 23 or 24. And then he only played until he was about 34, 35 at peak himself. 
Yes, the, he debuted at 22. So the the challenge is, be, but well, how many? How did like for a full season, or he got like a cup of coffee at the end of September call-ups, uh, which nobody does anymore. Um, and, and that's all my point yeah, is like that was only seven games, so 23. So my point is just, I'm fine if you tell me that Posey is. You have to tell me what's the thing, but baseball doesn't care about winning. They've proven that because there's guys who aren't winners who win MVP awards. They're, they're going to be Hall of Famers. It's a it's a sport built about individual stats on on a team game. So your individual stats are the things that we're looking at of how good were you. Now, when we comp him out just against catchers, he's one of the top ten catchers all time. So he's easily a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. My challenge is is that if you start to look at that, all of the other criteria that you give me that they say players need to have, he's not going to be near. He's not going to have uh, all the all the home runs. He's not going to have an elite OPS for his lifetime. He's not going to have any home run records. He's In not going to. He's not going to have. He's not going to have longevity. So you're changing it and saying position it, it has matters. To, position hold has on, hold to on. matter. Short. So is short. David is David Ortiz a Hall of Famer? So because he's a DH and didn't play the fucking field. Right. So so is Steve Tat? We use elder sports to comp this out. Steve, no, we're using baseball. Hold on, hold on. No, but, but but this is the point of what I'm saying is. Baseball is broken because there's not a thing that allows me to do that. Everybody, it's all subjective. It's all based off of what your heart felt and not what the numbers tell you. There are guys who should be Hall of Famers who aren't even in yet, right? Like the, the, uh, uh, Thurman Munson's not in. Like there's a whole bunch of people who you look at and you go, oh, this person should be in or couldn't be in. or what's the, Oh, well, his career wasn't long enough. Oh, he didn't hit 500 home runs. Oh, he well, you know, the, the line of demarcation for a, a catcher now is, did you hit 400 home runs? Like, Piazza was on the fence because he he hit he didn't hit 500 home runs. Like, because that's the, like, mark of a power hitter. And he was a power hitter, not a catcher. And so, like, my thing then becomes, you he, Posey is not the best defensive catcher or offensive catcher of his generation. He's an amalgamation of all of those things. He's a great player. However, the way that we've been selecting people to make it to the Hall of Fame is based off of longevity. You got to play 15 years at a, at a high level. And if you don't, you don't get to go in. Because again, my, and my, the reason why I use David Wright is Bernie Madoff ruined David Wright's ability to make it in the Hall of Fame with a short career. Because the Mets were the, one of the best teams in baseball. They were going to kill it. He was a young dude crushing it, winning gold gloves, being second, third MVP vote every year argument for him and 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 uh uh alex rodriguez as the best third basements in the game alex rodriguez easy hall of famer in terms of his talent and then my, my guy gets hurt at the end of his career and can't play but if bernie madoff doesn't happen the mets can spend into the into david wright and jose reyes's years jose doesn't walk to toronto Right, yeah, he, but there's he, a lot, dude. Like, the, you bring but, up circumstances. But so I'm saying, like, so get, what is the thing that we're using? Freaking stomped at home plate. He doesn't lose a year so, because he breaks so, his legs. So a hundred percent. So he didn't get the longevity. So he's out. And he's a catcher. When the hell did David Wright get freaking pounded on to change the game of baseball? But suppose he's that 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 incident changed so, the sport. When so, with David Wright getting plowed over. Never, because you. Cause, Buster Posey, the catcher so, is the hardest position. Do you in remember? Baseball. Do you remember? Uh, uh, so, so when did Derek Jeter ever do that? What get plowed over? Yeah, he didn't. So, so like, so you're using it because you want to make contextually the contextually for the for the position. But so again, so then we have to contextually for all positions, and we don't right. do that. That's why I'm not comparing David Wright no, to Buster we, Posey. No, but we don't do that. So Who's we? we? 
baseball, baseball people when they're doing the the voting. We're the, for a, we're the new people. I don't know right. shit about the so, old heads. But so my, they're irrelevant. But that, but it's not that they're irrelevant because they're still going to dictate this. This is this is us having a conversation about so, the Hall but, of Famer. But, but then my point is is that it, we can say that we agree, right? And I can just I can take the easy out and I can say yeah, Buster Posey's a Hall of Famer. My problem is is that I'm also living in the reality of watching guys who have better numbers not make it. You're then allowed to be subjective and be like, well, no, it matters because of your position. This Does it? Like, Buster Posey was an outfielder sometimes when he was at Florida State. Like, you put him at catcher because you were able to maximize his bat at catcher versus other positions. But it also then sucked away some of his years. But he could have played another position. I, I, didn't Buster play some first? Didn't he they do tried, some? They tried. They were going to move so, him first. So Buster did a whole bunch of stuff to get off the position because they wanted to keep him in the lineup. So again, my point is: is what are we using to justify it? So and, for, and that for a catcher has to be specifically, let's get catcher specific. Top ten all time for sure. Mm-hmm. To make him a Hall of Famer, do you care about how many years he played as a catcher? Do I specifically? Yes. Do me? No. Cool. So, so everyone above him, at least on ESPN's ranking, played, played more fifteen years. years plus. Okay. Obviously, Yachty's been in there forever. But if we're gonna comp him to players that are in the game right now. And say he's a Hall of Famer. You could also easily say that Salvador Perez is a Hall of Famer. So my my point is, and and you're that's exactly the point I'm trying to make. I think Every in an book, error, would I think you in look a, at Salvador I think Perez? In a, as a Hall I of think Famer? in a recent era of catchers not being an offensive position anymore, Salvador Perez and Buster Posey are the, are the greatest hitting catchers we've seen in the last decade. Absolutely. Besides Joe Mount. Like would add him in that mix. At least half. It's not a. It's not an offensive position anymore. You at could, all. Absolutely. But it, it was, you could it's never been an offensive position. It, you it, always there were, there have were a, moments for but sure. You always have a the few guys. Yes, yes, yeah. but, but no, you always have a few guys who have been that guy again. Yadi Yadi yeah. started his career before Buster and is going to finish after Buster. So like my point is, is that Yadi has played and been a defensive. I mean, guy. This is Buster's decision too. Let's point that out here. It's not like he's mm-hmm. he didn't have a bad year. He, no, he batted. This was one this of his best years. And I'll come back player of the year. Of his better yeah. years in the last so two like or three this years. is his decision because two things one he's got a lot of concussions and he's got kids and he's yep. getting to the point where he doesn't yep. want to get injury yep. risk because in a day of of knowing what CTE and football and yep. baseball he wants to be out also the man just got the bag from body armor because he was an early investor like Kobe yep. Bryant oh, yeah. so that motherfucker is more rich off the field than he is on the field so he like let's bleep that he's like I'm out <laughs> he's like I'm out. I just want to make that point. But, but that point that point is irrelevant. Up, that... I, I just want to bring up this just in case it helps his argument a little bit. So of the top 12 catchers all time in war, 10 of them are currently in the Hall of Fame as a player, one of which is Joe Maurer. He is not obviously in the Hall of Fame, the other being Joe Torre. Um, right now, Buster Posey sits at 16th in war. So the three guys ahead of him aren't in the Hall of Fame. You give him a couple more years, potentially he could have been higher. So, so give him a couple more years. You, he said the frame before. All of the guys who were ahead of him in war played 15 years. No, I think it's... The, the, Josh, and I think I have to rally this around the idea because I, I think everybody's... Miss, I think Gerson is getting me, and I think Dennis gets me. You're you're newer to the show for today, so you, you're missing <laughs> you're missing my point on this. I don't disagree. My challenge is, is that... Based off of how voting has historically happened, I have to use what I know about the voters to get there. And a knock against him is going to be longevity no, in the I, game. And I understand that because my, me and my, obviously my dad's a huge San Francisco Giant fan. And we've I, had the conversation about Buster Posey numerous hey, times. And I've said to my dad, he said the same thing, like he needs to do it for a couple more years. But I do think that with this year being like a peak for his career at the end, 
puts it. But again, that that's now a subjective thing. You think it matters. So it happened to be a time where his entire team played out of their frame and they were the best team in the league. So we're going to allow him to walk away during that moment and say, excellent job. That's why you're, you're a dude. Okay. David Wright's last real season, he hits a home run in the World Series to win a game. Like, the, 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 how are we then doing it? It's emotion. We're using the heart too but much. I, but, I, but I agree. But, like, that's what I was saying to you when I brought up Derek Jeter because you yeah. bring up David Wright. Like, yeah. non Yankees fans Derek think Jeter he's a terrible has all shortstop. Of the other things. He is a terrible shortstop. Okay, so there's your thing. But, like, when you tie him to World Series rings, emotional, like, moments, you tie the same thing to Buster Posey. Not close. You can't. You can. You can't. You David, can. So Derek Jeter played for 20 years. So he has the longevity. He has all the counting stats. Old heads who are going to vote for the for the so the again the downside of how the old men vote for the Hall of Fame for baseball mm-hmm. is that you're going to have a dude who's maybe a 65, 70 year old writer who five years from now is going to start the voting for Buster Posey. And the reality is, if Buster Posey doesn't make it in in a window, he's out. Until he becomes a legend that can be voted back well, in. I think this so is, we baseball's broken in what it decides for Hall of Fame. Again, it's starting to also be like the time where I have now seen a career in my li- like my t- my lifetime. So now I have like a real like idea of yeah. in my head what a Hall of Famer is. Mm-hmm. And for me, at 24 years old today, Buster <laughs> Posey is a Hall of Famer. Right, but your you, the problem that you have there is is that every I'll tell you. That just because you just saw your first Hall of Fame career that you think is a Hall of Fame career, you don't have enough frame of reference for what an entire career looked like. You don't even remember Derek Jeter. No. So, like, the reality is is that you don't know what Jeter looked like when he was actually good. Correct. So the challenge for me is is that you're basing it off of when he had already gotten worse, and you thought that was a Hall of Famer. And it wasn't. He had years he was batting 270. Yeah. It wasn't the guy. But he got to the Hall of Famer. You're then having to watch all these videos to see it. My thing is, comp him against Jeter. He came up later in his career. He didn't win as much as Jeter did. He wasn't as big of a celebrity. He has none of the counting stats. All of the things, you couldn't measure him, so you have to go against catchers. Then I'm going against catchers, and I'm saying, Mauer has to make it in first before you can put him in. When's Mauer up? Winning he been up? For Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think he's been out of the league for more than five years. He's probably coming up Mauer's on Mauer's last year was 18. He's coming up on it so, soon. Yeah, so yeah. 2023. So that will be a real test to see how they vote with Mauer. And and Mauer, I do not think, will be able to get in as a first ballot guy. No. Mm-mm. I don't think Buster Posey is a first ballot but guy. So, again, so now let me pivot this entire thing on its head. If, if we were able to do the Hall of Fame voting... The way that I would do it, Buster Posey's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He would get my vote. No, but he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. At any given time, were you an MVP candidate in the league? Mm. If yes, that means that you were the best player in a year. Yeah. One of the top players in a year. If you got MVP votes, one of the top players in the game. Did you were you the best player at your position at any time making an all-star game? The answer is yes. Yep. For uh like for spice on top, did your team win when you were playing? If the answer is yes, sprinkle that on top. And I don't care about winning a World Series, but did your team consistently win? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they did. So everything to me says that right. he is. The challenge I is, get it. You is think, that I you had think 15 he is. other guys right. you think he is. that should be Hall of Famers. In the NFL, Terrell Davis had played six years Hall of Famer. Kurt Warner, late in his life, gets to the NFL, has a bunch of flash years, 
Hall of Famer because they look at greatness. Yeah. They don't look at, oh, you know what? You happen to be healthy for 40 years and play the game. No, I get it. You think he is, but you don't think necessarily the people that are voting think he I is. I think if mm-hmm. you make him, if you say yes, if you're a, a, a traditionalist who says yes that he is, I need you to take away the fact that you're saying yes because he's a catcher. And you have to just say that every position on the field is physically demanding and bu- can break you down. I'd rather have Buster Posey and then steroid users. Ooh. Ooh. So, you, so you wouldn't put Bonds in? No, I definitely. You wouldn't a- put Clemens in? You wouldn't put Alex Rodriguez in? All this back. You think Derek Jeter should come out? <laughs> <laughs> Upon further review. I, just think, I also think he's just a guy that did, it, that did his career very right. Like, he just had a Derek Jeter esque career and said but so you keep comping clean. it to your favorite player and that doesn't matter who gives a damn oh so, <laughs> so he didn't talk him that's why people player, david wright no the, but david wright's not my favorite player so like that's it's your it's your it's your team your mets that's who you think no of, I, I use it when giants fans think of i, I of their use Derek jeter they think of Buster i Cody. use it because it's the easiest case study because both guys injuries disrupted what was looking like quote unquote hall of fame trajectories if neither of those guys got the substantial injuries in their third, in their late twenties, early thirties, that sapped away a lot of who they were going to be able to be longevity-wise. Both of those players are no doubt first ballot yeah. Hall of Famers based off of performance. Up until D- David Wright gets hurt, he's in the short list of greatest third basemen that ever played the game, and then it abruptly was stopped. The fact that we're having a conversation that his ten-year window is comped out against every Hall of Famer you know ever. Was a Hall of Famer, Terrence Gore. Do you even know who that is? <laughs> Do you even know who that is, Bill? Can we move Can you on? Drop this, I am. Drop this fact, please. In 102 career games, he has zero home runs, one RBI, two doubles, and three World Series rings. That's a Hall of Famer so right that's, there, Bill. That's not. That's a weak, that's a weak comp. Again, you're using this against baseball. <laughs> no, that right? was just a joke. Robert, I had that stat on my Robert Ori. so funny. Robert Ori has 11 championship rings. Uh-huh. 11 championship rings. Tell me your favorite player's favorite player. It's Robert Ory. <laughs> because, you know, you want to talk about Jordan? Six. Hmm. Funny. Right? Double that, you're Robert Ory. Oh, Tim Duncan? Great. Five? Doesn't matter. You're not Robert Ory. Oh, the late, great Kobe Bryant? Doesn't matter. You're not Robert Ory. Right? <laughs> so this is what we always use about winning, right? It's why, it's why winning doesn't matter. Terrence because Gordon. there's so much related to your team. Is the secret having Terrence Gore on your team? Is, is the secret having Robert Ori on your team? Might be. Eleven rings. Jocko. Bring him in for the Mets front office job. Oh my God! I Robert <laughs> just I, I just want to stand next to Robert Ori. I think I'd win the lotto. Like a whole bunch of things would yeah, happen. He's got hey, more rings than pick fingers. my numbers Facts, for me? He puts it on his big toe. Yeah. <laughs> big shot. His he's got a yeah. nickname, Big Shot Bob. Mm-hmm. All he did at the end of the game was come in, hit a three, and win titles. I love that. That's, like that's, that's fire. That guy should be in the Hall of Fame. And he won't be ever because winning isn't the only thing that matters, right? It's part like, of it though. We can move on. It's the sprinkle of where that goes. But I do think it should be, it's like the last thing. It's like, okay, what was your career as yourself? And then, okay, cool. Were you a factor in your team winning championships or just being a winning team? Did And that's the thing. Did you win? Right? Because, yeah. like, we go back and we look at it. And I, I think that, like, Eli Manning, two Super Bowls, it doesn't matter. You lost all the other times. You were a bad QB when your team wasn't good enough to win. So, like, I can't, I can't weigh those the same as – did your team win every year? Did you rather have Eli Manning win? in the Hall of Fame or Buster Posey? Buster Posey. Right, cool. Bro, he's not even not close. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. My like my point is is it's that Josh Buster deserves Buster deserves the Hall. But 
he's going to have concessions made for him that other players need to have made. I get yeah. it. It's going to take some time, which it should. I just want to see greatness make it to the Hall. Yes. And Posey is that guy. Uh, yes. Dude, again, I— Buster Posey, Hall Tim, of Famer. Tim Lincecum, borderline Hall of Famer. If you just go by peak performance, you're just talking six All-Star games, winning Cy Young Awards, dominated, dominated the game, and then his body fell apart and he went away. But when we look at peak— Nobody had a peak like him. He was the best player in the game. Like, how Lincecum do we go? Lincecum was lit. Mm-hmm. How do you go from being the best to like, you, oh no, you're not a Hall of Famer? Like, nobody's gonna remember you, but you were the best player in the league for six years. Shut up. Baseball sucks that way, and it's because it's old. And like, being able to play until you're 45 is like, oh wow, he's so talented. Yeah. Like, you you hit 12 home runs for the last 10 years of your career. You hit another 120. It's Albert Pujols now. But, like, that's my point. Pujols should not be playing baseball. Nah, he's dumb, bro. He looks like he's walking around the bases. Yeah. But you know, occasionally, because he's a he god, he catches a ball. Yeah. And it's just adding to his accumulation stats. And we're forgetting that if he, he had he retired. He almost had 700? Yeah, he's on. He, I, he's be on like six. damn near close. He, he probably high six seventies. Also, just to throw this out, pull there, that up so we can bring, bring it up later. Probably not a Hall of Famer. Who? No, probably is not a Hall of Famer. No, four All Stars. Yeah. Like, and that's my point. Like, the peak Giants 2012 2016 were disgusting. Disgusting. That pitching staff was gross. Yep. Yeah, Matt Cain, too. Don't forget about Matt Cain. Mm-hmm. And that's my point. Like, that pitching staff is the reason they won. Now, mm-hmm. Buster Posey has to come up. They have to score runs. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget the reason why they had that yeah, stretch. You know who was catching that and, pitching staff. and then who was trying to replicate that entire thing? The Mets. The Mets, mm-hmm. right? The Mets, if the Mets had kept it all healthy, oh, yeah. that, that 2015 team, Stupid. you were going to walk into having DeGrom, Harvey, Harvey Syndergaard, Wheeler, Mats. Like all and, that was. And DeGrom was, was, was your guy's bum garner because he was like a rookie, right? Right around, Or not a rookie, he was like young. No, actually, 2015, Syndergaard was our guy, low key. Syndergaard had like he a 273 ERA. Yeah, yeah, he was disgusting. Yeah. Crazy. Well, no, Matt Harvey was our guy. Oh, Matt Harvey. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. But then, right. there was no bottom. Go <laughs> back in time. Yeah, that, that was That dope. pitching staff stays, like, the things work out the way, the same yeah, way they did for them. Disgusting. And they, they, they're going to win multiple, right? Yeah. That's why when they made it in 2015, you're like, how does anybody beat them in the playoffs? How do you guys feel that Travis Darno now has a ring? I'm happy for happy Travis. For him, absolutely. And we, we, the guy absolutely rakes now. The podcast didn't exist then, but you really go back. Right, like, like I didn't want Travis to leave, but no, he, he always so got good. hurt. But yeah. when he played, he was good. Yeah, you just like mm-hmm. that. That was always the thing. Good dude, and, and and friend of the brand. Friend of the brand. Travis is a good dude. Um, I'm happy to see him win. But f- flipping, flipping, you, we were talking about our Mets, and this is oh, you got. You I got, got one pulls? more question for you guys beforehand because yeah. I didn't actually hear what stat you asked. But Get is him. Jorge Posada a Hall of Famer? Because no. he's got the four championships. He's got more seasons than uh, Posey, but his numbers are. In power, they're better. What's his career OPS? His career uh, OPS is 484. uh, I'm sorry, 848 dyslexia. Which is higher. So he's higher than Maurer. He's higher than Posey. He's got more rings than both of them. He's a leader on his team. 17 years in the league. Thank you for bringing that up, Dennis Dietz. The best thing that you could have said. We forgot about Jorge Posada. Thank you for talking, Dennis. (laughs) Jorge Posada... He wasn't. He Talk definitely your... wasn't the Tim Duncan of the Yankees. Oh, he was the Tony Parker, though. Mm, no, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Career, he got that. Mariano can't do it if he doesn't have a catcher. He's calling the pitches. He's doing all the things. <laughs> Who said this? Who said this earlier? Who said this? Who said this earlier? Who said this earlier? Who said this? Cutter. Who said this earlier? Cutter. Cutter. That's all he had to. Cutter. All. All Posey had to do. Put this on loop. This is Posey. Cutter. This is Posey. Two seam. 
Cy Young Award winner, throw me this. Other Cy Young Award winner, throw me this. Other All-Star, throw me this. So based on this conversation and just all of the elements we have discussed, Jorge Posada would have to be Hall of Fame. Have to. I mean, before both guys. He won more more than Posey. Go up to his top, what's his accolades? Never an MVP, never a rookie of the year. Never a batting. Does he have I mean, batting rookie title? of the year. Rookie of the year. You no have the never have a batting one, title one time. So he wasn't an more average guy. Wasn't an average guy. Has right. comparable home runs. Higher OPS. Played 17 years in the league. Four rings. So, so again, we now know that OPS is the number that mattered, right? Like we he had we, MVP voting twice, but he was not an MVP. Buster Posey's five times silver slugger. Rookie of the year. Right, he's got two batting title. 275 home runs. How many seasons did uh, Posey hit 20 plus home runs? I know at least one. Maybe two. Jorge Posada from. He also played in San Francisco. You got to give him that. Jorge though. Jorge played. Uh, whoa, 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 Jorge whoa, hit whoa, seven whoa, seasons whoa, whoa, above. Yes, it's whoa. a big yard for Wait, sure. Oh, it's a big yard. San Francisco. It's a big yard. Cool. So I just want you to remember that every know, time you talk about Yankees, Yankees numbers. Yankees in the small park. I get it. I, I, I just know. want you to be consistent. I, just, I am. But he has I never, less home runs than Posey for sure. I, I'm saying way well, more home runs than Posey. Barry Bonds oh. played in San Francisco, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's Barry Bonds was <laughs> Barry Bonds is the you greatest want, player but, in baseball but history. You but you don't want to put him in the hall because it's terrible. No, Barry right. Bonds is the greatest baseball player in history. Until Shohei Otani. <laughs> no, Barry Bonds. Or, Barry Bonds is better than Shohei Otani. Juan Soto. Oh, I'm hyped for Juan Soto. I hope I hope Juan Soto is the rumor mini the, Barry Bonds. Rumor on the street is Juan to the Mets 2024. Juan to the Yanks. No, rumor on the street. 2024. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking free agency around trading for him? I, I don't we think they would bet. do it. But we we heard we heard, we got insider can info. A, can you put a future bet on it right now? And like we just got insider info. I heard he wants a New York or L.A. He wants a big. He wants, to be he, a star. wants he, he wants Queens. He wants to go to the Latin culture that mm-hmm. has been developed with guys he respects who are older guys in the game who do it. Oh yeah, like Lindor who chokes out his teammates. Yeah. If well, so speaking since we're of on which, that, since we're on it, segue, excellent. Josh. Well done. Yeah. So Frankie Lindor choked out McNeil for being a punk ass biatch uh, <laughs> and not shifting and literally telling him to go to hell. Just to just to roll back, this is for the rat raccoon yeah, situation. Rat, well, well back forget in it. May. So I this, love Mets this, gossip. This solidifies <laughs> this solidifies that McNeil is gone, mm-hmm. but it also shows us it's why so- McNeil played like absolute trash this year. Yep. Is because it it this appears it appears that no one on the team likes McNeil. Low key, like yes. at this point in time. So now this also becomes that that I, I have to ask: Was the Mets' overall locker room way more fractured between McNeil House and the Lindor House than we even thought? Is there a reason why Conforto also had a really bad year, right? Who had been McNeil's homie in in years past? They had you had think, a tight you think relationship. Lindor, like messed some stuff up there. No, I actually think McNeil did it. I yeah. think McNeil felt well, away. McNeil was the one who was like. I'm not going to listen to the team. He got concept. benched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they, they said Roas benched him because he, and he had been warned in the clubhouse. You have to start positioning the way that we're telling you to. And he said, I got it. I got it. Don't do this. And then made a whole bunch of errors that stopped them from getting out, stopped them from winning games. Like Lindor was telling him to like move over mid game. He's like, shut up. I got it. Yeah. And then there would be hits. That and tells you why and the Mets didn't win though. Well, but that's my point. Like now that now this whole thing, like we with the we we know that they fought in the dugout, mm-hmm. but we didn't know how aggressive this had been systemically leading How'd that up come to out? it. So again, I, I would have to assume two things. Somebody leaked it. Like well, obviously, the post just posted it yesterday. Well, one, I think beat writers knew mm-hmm. that more had happened and had an inkling of it, but they also knew that they weren't to publish that during the season. Mm-hmm. 
And I think the old heads who did know, New York Post guys. It's not a coincidence that it came the day after the World Series. So, yes. Would you – like, I feel like the first season of under Steve Cohen was just as bad as any other Mets season. No. Mm-mm. The biggest – Yeah, but the biggest difference is – and I think this goes back to I'm happy it finished a shit show – is, like – you you have to you have to f- get rid of everybody. Do you, I think do you want Stroman gone then? I want Stroman gone. Yeah, and, and it's 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 not that I want Stroman gone. It's that I just don't want to pay Stroman because I I think the Mets need a culture shift dramatically, and I don't think bring, bringing in a thirty one year old pitcher who's going to want thirty million dollars a year for five years in a in a, a locker room that's already fractured and broken up. I think we need to make it a Lindor Pete Alonso. Uh, locker room. There's right? a lot of weird personalities on that team. Mm-hmm. But li- like, you really Pete, break it down. but Pete kind of looks like he blends in more with Lindor, right? He's he's dancing to the hip hop music at the home run derby. He's, and then you have the outfield that's been very quiet, very reserved, mm-hmm. right? Like you have Conforto and Nimmo, who are McNeil. Like there's an old head kind of group of guys who have to leave. Conforto to me, sadly. Is is a loser player like he's part of a loser culture, and I we have to get rid of him. And it's not that he's not a good player because I think he's a very good player, but like it's time for him to move on from the Mets. I also want to then see what the Mets have with some of their youth guys, but like this shows me how broken everything was, yeah. right? Like as we soon know as the I GMs, saw this, I was like, oh, here it is. We know the GMs were broken. Now yep. we know the team was broken. Rojas needed to go. Like yeah, the, wow. the, every wipe it all clean. It made sense that Steve didn't want to upset the entire thing in his first year. Yep. Allowed it all to unfold how it did, and it's like, okay, cool. Here are all the holes. Here are all the things we need to adjust. Let's do that. I, I think Steve's going to end up forcing uh, Sandy to take the GM role for next year, mm. um, and they'll bring in. An I don't assist- think this gets fixed in a year, though. No, I, that's why I'm it's saying. Take a few if, if if I'm the Mets, I don't lean into any spend this year. No, any. It, it's because the reality is, is, if you just bring back what you have, the Mets should be better next year with a better manager, better culture, right? Because we thought this team had enough to do it. If you're bringing Javi back at second, you have in your infield, right? You're going to be above average at third, above average, uh, excellent at shortstop, above average at second what, base. Defensively? Everything. Hmm. And above average at first base. What's your what's, what, what's your hum? Lindor. He was terrible this year. He was gold glove gold shortstop. Glove he was the highest he's, rated shortstop. He's a gold glove in, finalist. That, I said, that's why I said, I said defensively or offensively. Both. Again, when he the second half of the year, he, half he had a 900 OPS. So, like, you got to know all the stats before you come on the show. Um, <laughs> definitely not worth the money. No, absolutely worth the money. <laughs> Do you have Stanton on your team, and he just yeah. had his first good year, Amazing. and you're talking about him Stanton being good? Is a daddy. Do you guys have just? Do you guys have, wanted to trade him? In July. Do you guys have the most expensive pitcher in I baseball? Say I know you did say Do you guys that. also have the most expensive pitcher in baseball, who's a proven cheater, liar, and just horrible person? Yeah, you do. He's a horrible person. Have you, seen his, <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen him, his wife, he's and his, his son? They're adorable. Yeah, so when he's hanging out with his kids, he's good. But to everybody yeah. else, he's a he's scummer. He's a good dad. Let him be a good anyway, dad. I'm a good dad. I'm You're crazy. not even a dad yet. Breaking news. <laughs> not on the podcast. <laughs> this is how you all found out. That'd be legendary. Dennis is looking at me. Is, is this actually real? No, Dennis, it's not. <laughs> Dennis is Dennis is starting to choke up and tear up on the side. Like really? it's so beautiful. <laughs> uh, no, not. Um, so this, this people who are worth it, people who are not worth it, everything else, this ties back in. 
free agency this year is going to be wild. There's a lot of people open. Let's go shopping, right? Let let's do Today it. Today is my birthday. I'm gonna J- spend all my money. Jay Shap. Yep. What are, what are the Yankees doing? All right. I want I Correa. Got a list of the top free agents. I got. Give me a list. So you said you want Correa on the Yankees? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Do I think it's gonna happen, Bill? Where do you think Correa lands? So, I don't know yet. Uh, it depends if he's willing to move to third. Then he would go to the Mets. No, I don't want the Mets to sign Correa. So Personally, from from Bill's, you have to understand. So let no, me. Mill I'll, I'll flip No one on the I'll Mets. I'll flip it. I'll flip it. I'll flip it because I know you're. I'll give mine out first, so you know where I'm standing, and then you can go to it. I want the Mets to start. I know. We know. Beatty at third base. Vientos in left field <laughs> and Khalili in center. This is where we cool. take our shots, All right. right? Excellent. Free agency. Yes. Where do you so you don't you think Correa moves to third or question mark on where Well, he so I'm, I'm saying if he, if he's willing to move to third, I think there's a lot more opportunities there. Mm. I think that there's a But I think it's going to be super selective with what team he would do that for. Yes, and there's I know like, that and I have a team that I think that I I like him to go I would love to see him go to and I think it would be the final Infinity Stone. Okay. Toronto moved to third. It's interesting. That lineup. So move Vlade stays at first. Vlade's been at first. He's been Who's at first. third there? Uh, oh. What's his name? I think they had a couple people. They got they got Bo Bichette at shortstop. Yeah, I was gonna say right. You Is have Springer. You have Springer in center, right? That that lineup. Regardless of who's at third, if Correa goes, oh, their third baseman. I, I have it. Santiago Espinel. Cool, so okay. it doesn't, doesn't matter. And then who's they, their second baseman? They got BGO. BGO. Yeah. Who's the other guy that we're forgetting in Toronto? Oh, Simeon was their second oh, baseman. Oh, Simeon. Oh, Simeon. Simeon. But so he's, he's gone, he, most likely. He, he's a uh, potential free agent. <sighs> I hate that they don't if they don't resign him. Hold on, that. hold on. But so if you replaced if you replace Simeon with Correa, with Correa at third, and then you brought in a higher-level defensive uh, uh, second baseman Please that be, cost you a little BGO. bit of money, you'd lose nothing offensively from what was maybe the best offense in the entire league this year, your pitching staff's going to be fire and dirty. It, I would love to see Correa go there because I think it immediately makes Toronto the prohibitive favorite in the AL East for the next five years. Nobody can touch them. Mm-hmm. I don't like, want to sleep on I I don't want to sleep on Simeon though because like I I'm not trying Simeon, to sleep on Simeon. I just I I want them to bring him back, but he. He is worthy of big money. That dude hit 43 bombs this yeah. year or something like that. So, like, well, so again, how much of that is you being protected in the lineup by monsters everywhere? He's always been good, though. No, he's always he's been, been slept good. On. He's always been good. However, this year, you have maybe the best pure hitter in the American League. Oh, Vladdy, yeah. On that team. You have, Chef's kiss for Vladdy. You, you mm-hmm. have a rising superstar at shortstop. Chef's kiss for Bo. Yeah. You have. Maybe the best offensive center fielder not named Mike Trout in all of baseball in Springer, mm-hmm. right? Like, that team, their plus-minus, I think this year we looked at it before, the their plus-minus was better I mean, than the Dodgers. Correa just stay in, like, Houston? Like, he's boys without two, but, like, that's his No, funny. he, he I ain't think, staying. He ain't staying. I, or you say they're, they're going to disrespect him with the money. They, they already say, disrespected him. They already disrespected him. Hey, do you also think that, like, he's kind of tired of being labeled as, like, a cheater? Yep. And wants his to his speech yep. at the end of the World Series was big red flag that he's out. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was like very like. I think he doesn't want to be associated with the cheating anymore. He wants I think to, everybody no. does. I think everybody wants to be gone. Yeah. Right. But also like. This is like their last shot at it. Like, he, yeah. He's always been kind of like, he's been an amazing player, but he was never the guy people talked about the most. It was Altuve. Mm-hmm. It was Altuve, and it was Bregman. And, Bregman. and then when yeah. they had right? they had Cole and Verlander come in, and so it was still so Correa that. wants to go be 
he wants to have somebody date him. Yeah. Like he wants to be brought out on the town. He wants the expensive dinner. Like he, and then he wants to show up and be the prize of an off season. Which Strowman actually made a tweet yesterday. Yeah. That I like. You know, he tweets a lot. Yep. He sure does more than anybody. (laughs) I actually like this tweet because I think it's we don't realize it as like regular humans, uh, and they're not regular humans sometimes. He tweeted like, "What a blessing it is to get to free agency." And you really think yep. about it, like, for sure, you work your whole life to get to the big leagues. You don't choose who drafts you. You don't choose your destiny, like. And we always like, like you know, talk smack about guys for free agency and wanting their money and wanting where they go. Like, they deserve it. They got to work for it. They well, got to work. Gotta, they got to weather the storm. So, again, so like, we have a we we here have a very interesting relationship in, uh, that I can I can tie to Stroman, right? Stroman's from Long Island. Yeah. Strowman is the same age as Sean Nolan. Yeah. Who is a friend of mine and the brand and the show and everything else. And Sean this year pitched and was a starting pitcher for Washington Nationals mm-hmm. after they traded Scherzer. Those two were both in the Toronto organization at the exact same time. Yep. Sean was traded Donaldson deal. for Josh Donaldson. He was the centerpiece in the Josh Donaldson deal. Yeah. He then blows out his elbow, loses two years in the MLB because he blows it out in spring training with the uh, with the Brewers. Yep. Right? He in that in the uh spring training, he had let up no runs and he was striking out better than a batter in inning. And his elbow pops. They give him all this stuff 2 years. Because he had never been amazing in his younger years, he floats around for a number of years before he finally makes it back to the show after 5-6 years. He went to Toronto or uh he went to Japan. He pitched in the Atlantic League, all this stuff. The dude just had a 4-3 ERA. Is that a superstar ERA? No. But, like, he's 31, and him and Stroman were parallels for most of their career. Wildly divergent paths. Hmm. And it all comes down to the luck of injury, health, opportunity, this. And all of that stuff can blow it up at any given time. So Stroman is 1,000% correct being healthy walking into free agency as a 31-year-old in baseball? Check. Oh, my God. You made it. Mm-hmm. You've, you've won. Yeah. Which is why I hate that baseball doesn't just give five-year contracts yeah. from the day you're drafted and then from that point. For, and if you're a 40th-round guy, I don't think it should be five years. I think it should be less. I think it should be four. Yeah. Right? And I, I don't think in baseball you could do a two- or three-year contract because then there's no reason to really put the money into you. Mm-hmm. But, like, now you have tw- less rounds. Right, and you have more opportunity for guys to go through, and they're going to be prioritized. I think guys need five-year deals because you look at guys and they don't make it to that point because they can't get to free agency. Jeff McNeil is how old now? I think he's I think he's thirty, and he's still not going to be a free agent for two years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Jeff McNeil has been a like an all-star multiple times. All these other, he's not going to be a free. He might never make it, and by the time he gets to free agency, is he still as good as he was? Yeah, because w- when does everybody start declining? Thirty three, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. that's the end of the two so, yeah. years. I'm just saying with like Correa, like no, all these I'm, guys, I'm with like, you. Correa is only twenty seven. Yeah, Correa is how old is McNeil time. now? McNeil is exactly one year to the day older than me, so he's currently twenty nine, turning thirty. Yeah, sweet. But uh, you were saying so Correa, we so, might Correa. go to Toronto. So yeah. Correa, I'd love to see Correa. I'd love to see Toronto lean in. They did all the right things. They made the Barrios trade. That worked out fabulous for them. They're going to have to secure the bag in their, with their pitching staff, right, because they got to, you know, maybe put Barry, some more is, money. Is Barrios a free agent, too, or they have him for another year? 
I think this was his last year. I think he's arbitrary. I think yes, he's done. Yes, he is a free agent. But they have the ability to give him qualifying yeah, yeah, offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's at worst going to be there one more year. Um, but I would ex- expect them because they have they have they've decided to open the be- the the purse strings over the last two years, right? They brought in Springer. They yeah, yeah, this yeah, move. yeah, like, yeah. They've, they've, they've been, got they've the money. Active. They've got go. the money to put into this team now. Um, and and they're they're coming for it. And they they developed some talent. Yeah, the six is legit. Yeah. So I'm I'm super excited for them. I'd love to see them capture the Infinity Stones to do it. The guy who I know you want, G Castellanos. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, w- I would love to see him on the Mets, but I don't know what the heck the Mets are going to do. So I'm not even like picking them any of these free agents to go to the Mets because there's nobody to pull the trigger on it right now. Um, it's because secretly you know that I'm already running the Mets organization behind, so. the, behind the so, scenes. Where do you guys think Seager goes? Which one? Realistically, <laughs> good call. The more realistically, he's going to New York. I I, I don't think it's. So, right. so I, saw John, I want so Correa. John, I saw the someone Yankees, that it's not story the, for sure. The, the, the They're reason, out on story. I didn't want story. The reason we talk about the Mets and the Yankees and the Dodgers and some of these teams more often than everybody else is because they have the money and the platform that they dictate free agency. Yeah. The Mets at this point in time, if they want to at any given moment can dictate how free agency goes. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They got the bag. So the Yankees are in a odd situation. Tell me what the Yan- you think you want and what you think the Yankees are going to do. I want Correa at short. They're going to get Seager at short. I want but like if they get if they get Correa, they can't afford Freeman. So I'm not going to be like the unrealistic Yankee yeah. fan where yeah. they're going to get Freeman and Correa and yep. Seager. Yep. So I think they're going to re-sign Rizzo, which I like because he's a lefty bat. He's got that Yankee-ness to him. Go ahead. And he'll be cheaper than Freeman. They, and... Yeah, so those are the two free agencies that uh, free agents I think they're going to sign. Are, what about Gallo? They, ha- they have to keep him. He's another, he has another Does he year. have one more year left? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't yeah. sure if he was another guy who was a like one-year rental. Ha- and then like they have to – I would just – I don't even care who catches. I just long as it's not Gary Sanchez. And then you leave Glaber. Would you do a trade with the Mets? For who? For McCann. For Gary? No. Just oh, for McCann. Just no, for McCann. I, I, I don't care. I don't care if our catcher batches. No, I'm, 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 no like, would, no. Like, would you, I, no, would, would McCann no. be a good call for you? Like, is he a great defensive catcher? He's a solid. He's a, no, I, I want, I no, don't. No, he's like well better Bill, than Gary. No, I don't care if my, if my catcher bats You want a borderline gold glove catcher? I just want to just. Like an Austin Hedges. I mean, they should have got Tucker Barnhart from the Reds. Yeah, that, that was yeah. that was a move they should have made. That was a, the Tigers got him, right? Yeah. You know, good for I've, them. I've seen a lot of people picking some of these big free agents to go to the Tigers, including Correa. Like a lot of people saying uh, Correa to the Tigers because they have a lot of young guys that are coming up next year, for like for sure. I mean, they they got they they showed a lot of resiliency this year. Well, we, yes. we've talked about we with uh, Hunter, like there's nobody on San Francisco right now. Oh, yeah, so that, their they're entire team is free agents. They're yeah. all free agents. So yeah. That's going to be so super like, interesting, too. What are they going to do to reload this 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 whole thing? Yeah, that's going to be super, super interesting. I, I think they steal some guys from the Braves and they Because where does hard. Chris Bryant go? Is he a free agent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does he stick around and does he stay there? Dude, do they this, build? Do they build around his? This offseason going to be, this gonna be gonna very be interesting, so fun. especially with the like the CBA mm-hmm. and what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And guy, are guys going to sign super early before the CBA? Like, I have no idea what's going to so, happen. So give me the wish list on the Yankees. That's I told what you, Correa. And, do you want any pitching upgrades? But do you think that's is that what you want to happen or what you think is going to happen? Well, I think it's going to happen is they're going to get Corey Seager and they're going to they're going to get they're going to keep Rizzo, and then I I can't see them keeping Gary. There's no way. I think they they're not least, gonna do, they're not going to do anything to the uh, outfield. 
<coughs> they can't. No, no, no. They're stuck. You have fine. Hicks, who's coming back from an injury, who's going to get yep. hurt next year again anyway. Of course. And then you got Stan. Great, said, great contract, great contract. Thank you. You got Stan, <laughs> and then they, they got their outfield set. Gardner's not going to return. They're going to keep their outfield the way it was. I mean, listen, uh, you guys got to make make the moves this year with the assumption that your outfield's going to be vastly different possibly the year after. Yeah, so I just think I think their their moves are going to be keeping Rizzo and mm-hmm. signing Corey Seager, and that's going to be it. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think the if they sign Seager, I think Seager's the one of the more like I think Seager if he went to the Yankees, mm-hmm. it's the biggest move of the offseason because his numbers are wildly underrated. Yeah, and his his numbers in the and in the AL East will end up looking stupid. Mm-hmm. Um. He's a guy. So he's also his, a great, uh, if a great we, in the uh, postseason. He's if a World we, yep. Series MVP. If we yep. go back, if over the last couple of years, because he hasn't been playing as many games mm-hmm. um, because of injuries and whatnot, uh, this past year he only played 95 games, but he hit 16 home runs. Uh, his OPS was 915. The year before yeah. that, it was 943. Yeah, he's a beast. So. That's like his career OPS is 870. He's gonna be a more powerful DD. If you put him, yep. if you put him in the Yankee Stadium and he's able to stay healthy, which is one of the reasons why I would maybe say that the Yankees should not sign him, is because of availability. No, I know he's um, definitely injury prone. You're you're talking that that man could hit 35, 40 home runs. Yeah. And he would be like a Curtis Granderson signing where, hey, this guy was a really good player where he was, Detroit, yeah. but he all of a sudden looks like borderline superstar yeah. with the Yankees just yeah. because of where he is. Um, I, I think Seeker's a great pick. His injuries are just no, I know. so – I know. The Yankees I can't know. do that, man. I know. The only, But the only reason why – like, I, I think – the only reason why I want Correa over Seeker is strictly because – He's a bad guy, and I think the Yankees need to be the bad guy in the league again. But so the, the challenge that I have with the it, with and the I want Yankees, everybody to hate us. The, like, the, hate the challenge us. I have with the Yankees is, are they really going to put in thirty five million dollars a year for a shortstop? They have to, Bill. They have to. No, they don't. They will. I, they're going to. I, I think Voight's gone. Do you think you think Seager commands thirty five? I think Seager's camp is going to ask for it for sure. Because like if he's you're looking, guy, so if you're, yeah, he's gonna come for sure. But no, but like, but like, what I'm saying is he gonna get it. Because I think that, I, I, again, I don't think the market's gonna be like Lindor's money. <clears throat> so we can say that, right? Mm-hmm. But if you really, if you really look at it, even the last two years, Seeker's batting average has been 307 and 306. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, he's low key. That's crazy. And he gets and, overshadowed in, mm-hmm. in in LA. And no, he gets overshadowed because he doesn't play because he's always hurt. Well, he's always hurt. Yeah. So he has none of the. He only hit 16 home runs this year, mm-hmm. but in 95 games, if he had played 140 games, right, he would have been close to a 25 home run guy with a 300 batting average. We'd be talking about a guy who who's Trey Turner, like he's Trey Turner's numbers, right? Like they're they're similar in terms of what they were able to do mm-hmm. with Seager having maybe more pop. Yeah. So like, he's he's that guy. So you My, think so you think Seager's a 300 million plus contract? So again, I don't know if you're going to get the years that Frankie got. Okay, okay, fair. So, but I think you're going to get thirty-five the cash. plus. I think you're going to get the cash the same way. Okay. I think you're going to end up having to pl- pay more per year, or at least around. Castellanos is official, by the way. He just opted out. Yeah, yeah I saw that this morning. He, he had to. You're going to get. You're going to have to get close to the the money that Frankie got, because they're they're roughly the same age, mm-hmm. right? They're twenty and they're. T- 27-ish age range, yeah. right? So is Correa, so is all these guys, right? And he he just got 
$341 million did Lindor. Mm-hmm. If you're any of these guys' agents, how are you not saying, hey, like, look at Lindor's numbers and look at my guy's numbers? And this is what Fra- Francisco Lindor signed for. Like, yeah. I, I, I just went when you when you start to really break it down, and then Lindor just had the bad year, obviously. But mm-hmm. like, if you go back to um, if you go back to 20, uh, 2019, last full season, uh, Lindor batted two eighty four, right? Mm-hmm. So like twenty nineteen was the last like big big year for him, uh, two eighty four with an eight fifty OPS. Now yes, he's mm-hmm. a way better defender than anybody else at shortstop. He's probably the best defensive shortstop in the game, but OPS wise. He's not much different than Correa or Seager. Okay. So, like, what are we – we're talking a, another year later, <clears throat> potentially on less years, but mm-hmm. everybody's using that as the comp. Right. So, my point is the Yankees don't have that money. Yeah. So, the Yankees – he's saying that the Yankees are – they're doing it. If the Yankees are doing that, they are moving one of the other all-stars. You have you, to. Then you'd have what? Four or five? 25 to 30 million yeah. guys. Yeah, they can't do That's it. Until LA Dodgers boys. At, at, yeah. Well, again, but you guys aren't the Dodgers anymore. Like, the Yankees are not in the top five teams with money anymore. No. They're not. Yep. So the reality is is that, like, everybody got used to that Daddy Warbucks money, mm-hmm. and they just have not been operating as that team for a long time. Right. The, the, the thing is, is if they could go back in time, they wouldn't make the Stanton trade so that they could keep their, their cash more open. But, like... I just don't. I don't know if the Yankees have a thirty million dollar contract in their in their back pocket right now, unless you're telling me that it's going to be able to be a short term contract, and you're not getting that in the short shortstop market. Now I know they're all going to compete against each other, but tell me teams that don't need shortstops. Yeah, yeah. I, that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. The question is: Is there are there teams who are low end? Like, why isn't Correa going to San Francisco? You got Bicra. He just signed an extension. Like, but go to go to third base. True. Right. True. Yeah. Well, they've got money. They just were a great team. They've shown that they've got all the the underpinnings of being able to go to go to the show. Mm-hmm. Right. Why wouldn't he I go there? there? So I could. So they've got the money to spend. They. I think he's a better he, option for them than Chris Bryant. And it wouldn't max out their stuff. He's only twenty seven years old. Sure. Like so, all that math. So now that so now, that, so now mm-hmm. that takes Correa out of the market. Right. Mm-hmm. Turner is moving over to shortstop for the Dodgers. Yep. Right. They're letting Seager go. Right, where is Seager going to end up? I think, but like you're, you've now taken a shortstop potentially off the market, Correa, who's going to move to a different position. Can we just resign Didi and then I'll be happy? Didi's not the guy you remember. Didi's the the discount Seager now. I know. Don't tell me that. And, and like that, that for me is <laughs> that for me is some of the complications that the Yankees are walking their way into, and it's why I honestly, if you if if I was a Yankee fan, mm-hmm. should we just sell look, the franchise and just quit? I would I would break it up. Sell it to the Mets. I, I, I would no. I, I would just what on Josh. Give me the the full full thing. Do you think the currently constructed Yankees with one more player honestly are going to be a World Series team next year? No. So why not break it up? That but but I'm saying part of the breakup is what I'm saying. Getting rid of Gary is a huge part of the breakup. But Gary's easy to break up from because he's not making any money. But hey, it's a big part. Uh, of breaking uh, but up. I'm saying your guys' thing is you guys are also cash strapped. How do you free up cash? To reorganize your team, there's one move. Yeah, I know. You there's two get, moves actually. Get rid of there's Stanton, two moves. Get rid of Stan and not sign Judge, like not like extend. No, him. not get rid of Stan. Trade Judge, mm-hmm. because Judge then let the team that you're trading him to sign him to the contract they want to sign him to, 
right? Again, the teams that we talk about is a team like the Mariners. You could get back Kalenic, who's going to be young and cheap and everything else. He can play center field every single day for you, and he's potentially a superstar. I don't know. know. Oh, John had an interesting take on the Mariners also. Give it to me. Conforto to the Mariners. So, again, like – From from Oregon. Yep. Go there, prove himself. A thousand percent. But, like, he's going to sign as a free agent. They need that bet. Mm -hmm. And he will play better for them. The Mets can't have more guys who bat 260 with high OPS, uh, like, numbers. Because there's just not enough ball uh, bat to the ball on that team right now, and if if Jeff McNeil is not batting 315, that lineup is not dangerous enough with everybody batting 260, right? Like Pete bats 260, Lindor bats 260, Baez bats 220, uh, uh, Nimmo bats 260, like Conforto 260, Smith 260, too much of the same batting average. Mm-hmm. There has to be somebody who who's Take just a hit yeah. a, a hit yep. tool. Yep. The hit tools there. They're misbuilt. That's why I want to break it up. I've talked about trading to Grom. My move that the Yankees could do, and I would seriously, seriously explore it if I wanted to re-gut the whole team, which the Yankees will never do, which is why I don't think that they're ever going to be able to get out of purgatory, I'd trade Garrett Cole. Tell me that there's not a team out there that wouldn't take Garrett Cole's contract. Absolutely there is. Okay. So, question for Josh and Bill, because I feel like you'll both have That's my name. Different opinions on this. It's my birthday. If you're gonna trade Garrett Cole, <laughs> what's the package? Uh, a you're... can of Spider Attack and <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Cool. Give me, give me your top, give me your top young prospect. One, one top young prospect. That's it. Because you're taking on all the rest of his money. Mm-hmm. Pitching but prospect. Any prospect. Like, give me your, give me your, your, your Wander Franco. Like, give me whatever you want to say. Again, like, I'll, I'll, I'll use the Mariners just because of the Kalenic idea. I'll take Kalenic for Cole, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the same move in reverse, right? Like, they traded Cano's contract to the Mets to get – and they, we gave up Kalenic to get free of – Robinson like, Cano, man. Robbie Cano. I would trade <laughs> – Don't you know. I, I would trade – if you traded Kalenic for Cole, they immediately have a, a dominant pitcher, Right. There would be an uprising in New York if that happened. But you would there? <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. So like, but my, my thing is, right? If I, mean, I if I, mean, I told Cole's you not hot in the streets right now. For sure, but But I, if I told you if I told you that the plan for the Yankees was that they brought in Stroman, right? At twenty Stroman will never sign at the Yankees. He's too petty. I don't know if that's true. No, the, the why is that? There's some story about Because Cashman said he was a reliever for their team and he wasn't a starter right, right, during right. the trade deadline. Yeah, he, and he, he holds receipts. That shit's yeah, in his yeah, yeah. that shit's under his That toilet. might be the background of his phone. Yeah. Yeah. So wrapped around hundred dollar bills. Toilet wrapped with the hundred dollar bills when he gets but that's, paid. Yeah. But that's my thing. If they Sorry. if they just if they just spread that money around mm-hmm. into two pitchers and they were able to trade Judge for a big time pitching prospect, Cole for a big time hitting prospect. And you reset that whole thing, and then you brought in a guy like Seager, you brought, brought like to play shortstop. Mm-hmm. You'd realign your team because you got to move. We've been talking about this for years because the 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 homie's not a bad player. I'm blanking on his name now. Well, Playing shortstop for the for the Yankees. Glaber. Glaber. Glaber was hitting when he wasn't having to play shortstop. Yeah, he we move at the second. He's fine at second. Yeah, yeah, that's not so. A problem. Move him back to. You get to move him off. Move him back to second. I love that Corey Seager helps. Uh, Glaber a lot because it takes pressure off of Glaber being exactly. The guy. Mm-hmm. I would move DJ LeMahieu in a trade package to somebody so he can stay at his. I mean, they signed him to a hundred million dollar deal too. Yeah, but it's not a lot of money per year. He's got a no move clause. It doesn't matter. He'd move. I'm just letting you know. Everybody will move. <laughs> Thanks, just, Dennis. Just depends on what you'll do. Mm-hmm. I, 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 the, the Yankees need to break it up. 
It, you're you're going to be a team that wins a lot of games because in your stadium you'll hit enough home runs that you're going to win a bunch, and the math plays out. But then you get to the playoffs and you just don't have the pitching to go against the other team when they're trying. It's the it's the it's the Knicks, right? The Knicks last Ding year could, could win could Ding win bong. all the time, right? <laughs> they could win all the time, but they got to the postseason and they didn't have enough. Honestly, guts. like I'm here for the Knicks. Let's just talk about the Knicks and Mike White. Hold on, we'll do that. We'll do that next time on the show. What's hey, your geez, stat? What do you got? Do you know how much money the Yankees currently have on their 26-man payroll for next season? Two hundred thirty million. Yes, and then the second highest team. What is it? Uh, second highest team. Who is it, or what is the total? Both. The total Angels? is two hundred and five million, and it is the uh, Dodgers. Anyone else want to take a guess? Could be the Angels. I have the Angels. I have the Padres. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah, it was just I have all how the much is it? up. Uh, one hundred ninety-six. So they're already that far over everyone. Else. Oh, Where Yankees. are the Angels? Uh, Angels have a hundred and eighteen thousand. They are eleventh right now. One hundred eighteen million. Or one hundred eighteen million. Thank you. They had one hundred eighteen thousand <laughs> spending <laughs> spree. Mike John must have done something. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Yo, that guy's rich too. He was in on the body armor deal. Also. Yes, he was. So was uh, Porzingis. Yeah, love it. There's a lot of guys who are a lot mm-hmm. of rich dudes. You know why? You know why Porzingis? Because body armor is built on Long Island. Yeah. Shout out. You had body armor before anybody else in I this know. room, by I far. Know. Oh, yeah, I know. By far. Way it back was, in the day. It was launched inside Superior Athletics. What's going on over here? We're, we are near world, a... We are near a, a, Those are World War II planes. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> it is cool. We are very close to... Is there an air show today? There might be. What do you guys think story lands? That's my last, my last oh, free agent. Again. He's going to get lost in the mix. I think he's going to get substantially less than everyone else. He ends else. up back in Colorado. So, so, the, the, so <laughs> he Definitely might. Definitely not that. <laughs> so, so he might. He uh, might. He might because he, he would sign his money. But he I would, don't think they'd pay him even close yeah, to what he's going to value. They don't even it. care. Like, that's why they already let him. Like, there's not even a conversation. They're like, yeah, listen, we would pay you a million dollars a year. So I actually think like Trevor might be the guy that the Yankees actually end up with. No. They already said they're out on him. They're like, out. Yesterday. Oh, are they? Yeah. yeah. They are. They're out. Because he's, n- he's not. not even close to the top three. But that's my point. They can give him less money. I think the I think the Yankees are going to end up going with a cheaper. We just talked about it. They have two hundred thirty million dollars. They they have more salary where okay, so, they can't so, add. So so you you want story? Let's say he's the fourth best option on the table. Sure, for fine. And he's going to well, go to the Yankees him? and bat two seventy five and hit thirty home runs. So what what's his what's his contract? It's because you're going to have to be what team friendly. Uh, let let's go that he's going to sign five years, twenty to hundred million dollars. He'll sign the DJ LeMahieu deal. Would you sign Trevor Story for the DJ LeMahieu deal? If if he wanted that, but I think he's going to ask for thirty. But he's not going to get it. He's not going to get it. Yes. And that's my point. The Yankees just need to Give win. Me Richie Palacios at second base for the New York Yankees. Fair enough. Like again, I just don't. I don't see. <laughs> I don't see the Yankees having the money to do it unless they do something big to get rid of cash. Shout out Richie P. Yeah. Shout out Richie P. Yeah, I don't know. You know who's got a lot of cash that might be a spot that teams go to is Oakland. No, they Oakland, never spend. Oakland's. Oh, that's have you never seen that's handball? an interesting thing because their ballpark. No, not that. Uh, they're they're doing like they're cleaning house. Yeah, from what I understand, and Matt Chapman's probably going to be on the trading block. Because again, that that's what they do, right? Terrible yep. take, Dennis. That's what they do. Yeah, did you not watch? Do not always have money. Spend money. There's literally a movie <laughs> called Moneyball Money that's built around the fact that they didn't have money to spend. Cancel him. <laughs> top, <laughs> top three baseball. This movie. this guy, this guy out here, not not paying any of the attention. That would get zero homage to Dennis. What's the and you wondered why I didn't bring up a name last week, that's fine. You were you were four for five today. It's okay. Who was the guest really on the show last room. week? I haven't even John seen. John Mincone. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, you got the heat on today, huh? You're just hot because you're wearing the heat. that that beautiful crew neck that we didn't make in my size. Um, uh, D- Dennis, how much does the Mets have? Uh, the Mets are spending next year 158 million. Again, they have a ton to spend, but I just don't think they should. Who are you losing? Well, right now that's not counting Syndergaard. It's it's giving estimates based off of arbitration and all that. Stuff. Oh, so they're counting a qualifying offer to uh, actually Syndergaard's not on their list. Right. right now. So like they have to offer him a qualifying offer. It's not Correct. arbitration side. So like that's Conforto gone. That's a whole bunch of guys gone, and a qualifying offer is going to be dropped to uh Senegard. Noah and he's got to take it and he's got to take, take it. it so the Mets will pay him 18.9 million dollars and risk it for the biscuit and then they'll the next year sign him to a five-year 150 million dollar contract to pitch um which is just what it's going to end up breaking down to uh but the Mets have a ton of money I just don't want to see them spend it at all I want to see the kids play like, would you so you want him to spend the following year? I want him to spend the following year. I like, think you give it a one-year buffer zone for, for that. sure. No, I dig that. Because I dig with that. the CBA stuff needing yeah, changes, give him a, give him a one with year the, all of the problems in finding a GM, the 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 underlying Steve's got to come in, gut the thing, force Sandy to be the GM for a year, on and tell him, "Yo, we're gonna play the kids, and we're gonna watch what happens." Because I'll burn six, I'll burn half the season, right? Because at the trade deadline, I'm fine to then start accumulating mm-hmm. future things. But, like, you have all the money in the world. Just wait wait out one year. Unless you truly – unless you think you're definitely going to play a guy at a spot. Unless you're – because they're going to sign uh, – one of the guys who's not in that is, what are you going to pay Javi? That's, so, I think Javi saying that he would play second base, especially in New York and now being there, uh, it had definitely hurt the number he's going to get. For sure. Um, unless he goes to the Yankees. Unless he goes to the Yankees. And I think, he, I think he is going to play the game a little bit, uh, but I'm more leaning toward that he is going to stay with the Mets and probably take a discount yeah. for it. Yeah, God, he would get booed out of New York so fast. Oh, my God. But, I mean, he's he might. Pro- if Joey Gallo keep, did, he might whoa! too. My bad. Stop breaking stuff. Stop yeah. breaking stuff. Uh, keep yeah, him. No, I think I – think, he stays with the Mets. I think he's going to get a good yeah. amount of money. Yeah. Um, and I'm cool with those being like two keystone pieces that we have for a while. Well, Gallo's then you're going to uh, not too distant future. We're going to have to pay Pete. For sure. And I, we'll see what it looks like at that time. We're going to have to pay Nemo. He's not going to be that expensive. So, again, what does Nemo sign I mean, for? If Nemo is Bryce Harper, then he's getting $400 million. They're estimating Nemo at $7 million a year right now. Which is absolutely drunk. Cool. Excellent. Perfect. Which is what we talk about all the time. That. Give him all Bryce Harper long. money because he is Bryce Harper. He's better than Bryce Harper over the last four years on base percentage. This past year, he had a 292 batting average, and he had over a 400 on base percentage for the fourth straight year in a row. MV, MV3? MV3. Do you think do you think Harper gets the MVP? Yeah. Uh, we've had this conversation. Soto came well, he on hasn't been here. so yeah. damn strong at the end. Harper. Um, but I, I think Harper will get it because of the name. He, yeah. He's still living off the name. So... I also saw here. somewhere that uh, story could go to the Phillies, which I don't mind. Again, the Phillies, that's, that's, that's why I say like, actually, that actually it, seems like a good Atlanta, fit. Atlanta's not going to be able to reset this so easily because the Phillies still have the money to spend. Wheeler has become an ace. A, a, a true, ace. true ace. Yeah, as right? we kind of saw coming. But we saw coming well ahead of time. Um, but, uh, again, if you comp out. Uh, Did you want to pay him? Wheeler, yeah. Uh, okay. I, uh, I so. wanted Wheeler instead of giving the the eighteen million to Stroman. 
It's fair. And like I, I don't think Strowman's a bad pitcher. My biggest thing is that Strowman is going to age poorly. Because yeah. people say it all the time, like, oh, fast guys, once they lose their speed, you know what happens? They, they, they regress. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, fast guys get slower, but they're still as fast as everyone else. You know who doesn't age well? Guys who get by with other things. Because the, when, when, the, when the natural regression happens, what happens when Strowman's fastball is not 94? What happens when it's 91, right? Like, yeah. what, what's he going to look like? Mm. That's not going to age well. And, yes, I know he's super athletic. He fields the position wildly well. He deserved to have some gold glove votes. And, oh, yeah, that's an abomination. Yeah, that's that's rough. I, I, I think he's switching gloves, so I love that. <laughs> yeah. He and Judge are going to make their own glove company. We're on the street with baseball lifestyle. <coughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, long and short of it, who who's going to win the offseason? Who's your idea? Who's going to be the, the team um, that everybody's hot and, hot and bothered by heading into next year? Ooh, what team is going to do the most between now and when we start? I don't think it's the Mets. I hope it's not. Uh, I don't think it's the Yankees either, although I could see that pleasing a lot of the fans. I don't think that happens. Um, I want them to go full scorched earth. I think it might be the Blue Jays. Because they they tried last year and they kind of got like a little. They got Springer. The Blue Jays need to make the least amount of moves. Huh? The Blue Jays need to make the least amount of moves to feel like they won the offseason. But but that's what's the Blue Jays payroll right now? A hundred and seven million, bro. They they are going to go to two hundred. Yeah, they got the bag. And like that's what again. So they can sign two premier players. We always talk about this in context of. What what's your actual chances of winning and all this other stuff inside your own division, things like that. If there was a time for the Yankees to just take it on the chin, it's right now. Mm-hmm. You've been getting whipped by the Rays for years now. Boston just beat you. Toronto's the best what team. If the Rays just went out and just spent buku dollars. Never won't. Never, this, ever, this, ever, this, ever, that's I like know. saying the athletics will. I was trying to be mean to Dennis. That <laughs> <laughs> was trying to be a Dennis D's take. Dang. Dang, yeah, like I had so a brain fart. I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> I could see, I could see Toronto Brandon being the winner. You to open your eyes and watch what would today. be the win? Correa coming in, going to third. And they got to re-sign Robbie Ray, and maybe add a bullpen arm. Re-sign Robbie Ray, and then what else? Oh, so the bullpen arm. Kimbrel's available. Kimbrel. So that's what I was gonna say because he's walking away from uh, Chicago. Uh, yeah. Chicago. They might make some. They might. They might. They might. They might. I don't think Chicago away, necessarily will. I don't know if they have the money. They like got to re-sign Rodon. Um, the White Sox currently have the third most payroll for next year at 167. Oh, really? wow. Okay. Well, right. I'd keep Rodon. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, Josh. Thanks for being on the show. Happy birthday. Thanks. Happy birthday, um, homie. Think about who, where, where these these big-time free agents are going to go because it's going to be fun to watch. I'm very interested. I hope it happens all kind of And anybody who's listened this long, I'm going to drop this out now. If you can predict who plays shortstop for the Yankees – before free agency begins, we'll send you a, a prize pack of clothes from Baseball Lifestyle. But you have to go comment on our Instagram when the got episode got drops. Comment on Ground Screw Instagram at the uh, underscore Ground Screw, and uh, let us know who you think they're going to be. Sip, sip, enjoy, Bill. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Baseball Lifestyle. It's my lifestyle. <laughs>